my question is, I have three adult daughters and a 19-year-old son that during their teens, their mother had moved away. And so I was kind of a stay-at-home father that took care of them all the time. Now, at this point, six to eight years later, I have a hard time with them because I get put at the bottom of the totem pole. Now, the older they've gotten, they've gotten closer with their mother, and all the time that was spent with me has now gone there to that side of of the family. I hear your heart, man. Listen, a hurting dad who you've done sounds like the best you can loving those kids, and uh, they're connected to one parent more than another. Many of you who've been in blended families, been through divorce, you know exactly in one form or another, may be a different, a uh, little bit different theme to the music, but it's the same overall title, right? Struggling as a as a parent, or in this case, maybe a step parent, or as a single dad. Uh, to connect with your kids. Hey, Dr. Randy here from Intentional Living. Welcome uh, to the show today. We're going to get back to John's call because you may relate to that as a single parent. Um, Coming up a little bit later in the show, we have um, a call that I think will impact your life because it has to do with marriage. And in particular, what do you do in your marriage when you find yourself not really connecting, really not communicating as God intended, struggling with communication. We're going to get to that in a few minutes as well. By the way, our staff are standing by this month of October. We've called this a month for intentional living. And I want to thank those of you who have picked up the phone and said, we want to be a part of this mission and this ministry. And our staff are enjoying talking to you and praying with you and welcoming you to the team. Uh, Fa- uh, Family Life Radio, of course, had Sherathon just a couple weeks ago. Thank you for helping with the radio. This is a part of the ministry funded separately under the same umbrella for intentional living. And we get these 30 minutes to just uh, thank you for your calls and challenge you to be a part of it. Because here's the deal. We have a need. We're very precise in the need. We follow a budget. We don't borrow money. You know, we're not, we don't go into debt as a ministry to operate. We're here just because of your faithfulness and in prayer and support And we set out a goal for this month of October to add to those of you already supporting. And the goal is basically $4,500 a day in in new support. Those of you who are joining us monthly, uh, those of you who are sharing a single gift, and every day we we reach that, we're one day closer to being fully funded. One day we miss, we're falling behind. And uh, we don't borrow money. So I'm just going to lay it out. Today, can I challenge you? Maybe you'll be one to share $1,000. Thank you. When you do, that's huge. Or maybe you'd be one that would join us at a dollar a day. That's huge. Or any monthly gift will make sure that you receive uh, the Intentional Word Chronological Bible to say thanks when you join us monthly uh, by going to theintentionallife.com anytime or calling uh, 888-888-1717. Yeah, the operators are there and our staff would love to talk to you. 888-888-1717. All right, back to John. Uh, with his question today. Go right ahead, John. What's your question? My question is, I have three adult daughters and a 19-year-old son that during their teens, their mother had moved away. And so I was kind of a stay-at-home father uh, that took care of them all the time. Now, at this point, six to eight years later, I have a hard time with them because I get put at the bottom of the totem pole for all things, meaning uh, traditional type holidays, Thanksgivings, and things like that. I'm the one that gets called last. And, uh, you know, I get 
an hour or two at a time with them now and stuff. So I'm really challenged to how to treat them or talk to them mm. about this without, you know, uh, getting too negative why they're not doing this. So, How do you feel about it, John? How does it make you feel? Well, I, I feel hurt uh, because there was a time that for a couple of years where I was the only person in their life full time. And now the older they've gotten, they've gotten closer with their mother and all the time that was spent with me has now gone there to that side of the, of the family. Do you sense that they really are rejecting you, or is it just it's happening this way as a result of just life? You know, I think it's just happening. I don't think they're rejecting me because I, I am close to them. They've done a great job, independent, uh, hardworking kids. Um, but just these little things that, that pop up where the, the only time I'm called for it would be financial things like tires for their cars, just little things that they haven't received from their mother that they can get from me with just asking. So you feel a little used? I feel a lot used sometimes, especially mm-hmm. around the holidays. Yeah. So. Well, I think your question's and, a good one. You, what I hear you saying is you're hurting, you've got some feelings, things you'd like to tell your kids, but you don't want to go negative with them or create further problems. Correct, absolutely, because yeah. I don't get much time as it is. The older they've gotten, that time I do have, I want to have some type of, you know, just calmness and fun with them. Prime example, my, my oldest daughter was in town for a few days and uh, uh, staying with her mother and then gave me the last day, hey, can we meet for coffee when she's been around for three or four days and I get just the last day, mm-hmm. an hour in a restaurant, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of like the little issues that just drive me nuts sometimes. Well, what I hear you saying is I, I've been there. I was the one that was there. I was the predictable one. I was the one that provided. Now at this stage, mom's back on the scene. It's like a new, whole new experience, and it's more fun with her maybe Correct. than with good old dad. Correct. Yeah. Even though I'm still here, I just, you know, I just get put on the mm-hmm. on the back burner. Yeah. I think part of it, John, is what's going on too is the mother daughter thing. I mean, uh, a lot of times mothers and daughters have a very special bond, and they connect, and they they have fun, they do things together. And as a dad, sometimes we're seen as the bank the banker, uh, the change the tire guy, um, the problem solver. When there's a real problem, they call dad. When their hearts are hurting, they call mom. But come on, I know that sounds a little. Uh, stereotypical, but I think that happens sometimes in families. And so, uh, what I what I would encourage you to do is, well, good news. Let me say this: you got good news. You got a good relationship with your daughters. You're not trying to climb a hill of problems where things have been done or uh, sad or hurt that's been put into the relationship that creates a barrier between you and your daughter. They just are missing it. You know, I I think sitting down with your daughter and daughters at, and just talking about how proud you are of them and how they've grown up to be. Such wonderful young ladies, and that uh, frankly, you, you miss the opportunities to be with them and uh, share your heart. I think it's okay for a dad to be able to say to their daughter, you know, when you were here in town, for instance, I appreciate having that lunch with you, but I need to just tell you, I felt kind of like, you know, it'd be nice if we could spend a little more time together. I wouldn't blame mom. I wouldn't put the issue on mom. I wouldn't try to put any barrier between them and their mother. That's not the issue. Your relationship with your mom is precious and special, and I appreciate that. But, you know, sometimes I feel like that third wheel. I feel like I'm only good for changing tires. And uh, that hurts. You know, that it would hurt. And I think being able to express that 
in a loving way with your daughter is a powerful thing. You know, our lives are so short. One of the things we do here at Intentional Living is we remind people every day that we only get about 27,000 days on the planet. Some of us get more, some of us will get much less, frankly. That's a, that, and you think about some of the dumb, stupid things that we do with our time and our communication style and the, and the games that we play, knowing that life is so short. Um, if God wanted to remove us from the scene on the day we got saved, he would just remove us, but he's left us here. And there's, uh, there's a lot of growth that goes on in our own personal lives and in our relationship with him, gives us opportunity to grow and then grow in relationship with others. Wouldn't it be nice to be more vulnerable, more open and more honest with those that we love, just to talk, not to lay guilt or to hurt people, but just to share what, what's going on in our own lives. You know, here's a fact. God loves you. He's crazy about you. He cares about you. And I think many times we can get caught up in our own emotional stuff and miss the fact that God loves us. He intentionally uh, sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for us. That's why every day what we do here at Intentional Living is to share with John and others the good news that God cares for you. There's hope, and you can experience hope in Christ. You know, today I want to thank those of you who have either picked up the phone or gone online to join in support of the ministry. Intentional Living, we get 30 minutes here for the show. Uh, and about 20 of that's been used, uh, or no, about 10 of that's been used. And so in the next 20 minutes or so, I want to thank you for picking up the phone and saying, I want to be a part of Intentional Living, reach more people for Christ, and your monthly support's helping us do that. The need during this month is uh, in new support. Those of you coming to be a part of the monthly team uh, is $4,500 in support. When you join a dollar a day, that's 360 of that. So think of it, 10 people today, it'd be mo- that'd be a big percentage of it at a dollar a day. Someone giving $1,000 in addition, that would be it. And the Intentional Word Chronological Bible is going to every new member, every increase in monthly support for intentional living. And uh, for those of you who are sharing a single gift, thank you, $500, 1000 whatever it is, we're going to put it to work for the kingdom. Call now, 888 888-888-1717, or go to theintentionallife.com. That's it. I mean, th- we're here about the, the business of God and his love for you and concern for a hurting, dying world today. That's in a mess. We either choose to be an unintentional person or we choose to live intentionally in Christ. We're here to help you, your kids, and others understand the power of being intentional in Christ. Give us a call, please, and be a part of this. 888-888-1717 or theintentionallife.com. Everybody who calls, by the way, uh, we're going to make sure you're included in the drawing later in the month for that $2,000 gift card for um, for groceries. I think that's what it is, right? And uh, that's not coming from your support. It's coming from others. Everybody's going to be in the drawing. Uh, so don't miss out because it's going to be just the, the people for intentional living, those who are calling uh, this month. 888-888-1717, or go to theintentionallife.com. All right, let's get back to the task at hand, talking about marriage communication. Uh, Terry wants to talk about communication. Terry, what's your question? Well, I was explaining to um, Stephen, the Mm -hmm. challenge I'm having with my husband and our communication is he picks and chooses what he feels is important to communicate with me. And if it's not important to him, it's just no big deal. 
and then I would might bring something up to him. I really were, she would have communicated that with me, and then he goes on and invalidates the reason for not communicating. Yeah, can you give me an example of uh, of a topic? Yes, um, it goes back to a lot with the no marriage. With I've been helping raise my stepson since he was four, and he's almost eighteen. My husband had full custody of him when I married him. Throughout the marriage, it was just a lot of miscommunication with maybe what would be going on with my stepson and his mom, because he went to see his mom but every other weekend. And this past Christmas, he went to his mom's house for a few days after Christmas. He's 18, so he doesn't go that often anymore. He told me he was coming home one day, and then he didn't bother to tell me that he was coming home early, and he just showed up. And I was really surprised, and it just kind of caught me off guard. Like, why didn't he tell me that he was coming home early? Now, are you talking about your stepson? How does that relate to your husband? Well, I wish that I asked my husband, why didn't you tell me he was going to go ahead and come home a little earlier? And, you know, maybe I could have just kind of prepared myself a little bit, because it's the challenges of being a step-parent anyways at times. And it was just nice for me to have that little that little break. You know, he went to his mom's house for a couple of days. And so I just asked my husband, and I wish he would have just told me, and he didn't feel like there was any need to tell me. Okay, is it, a lot of the communication issues revolved around this uh, blended family? Yes. Okay. At times, yes. What I hear you saying, Terry, is, you know, it would have been helpful if you would have told me he was coming home early, uh, would help me plan and know the schedule and so on and so on. But, you know, to be very honest with you, Terry, what I'm hearing is that's not the issue. What I'm hearing is you feel disrespected. Yes, very much so. It seems to me that's ultimately what you need to communicate to your husband, because if if he honestly believes the issue is that his son is coming home a little bit early, he's probably thinking, what's the big deal if he comes home a little early? Right. I mean, what is that? Right. That does not make the world collapse. I mean, what's the big deal? I didn't even think of telling you. But if, right. you, but if you're saying to me that the fact that he's not communicating with you and you feel disrespected because of these relationships that you don't have maybe as much involvement with, that's another issue. That's, that's a real issue of not feeling respected, not feeling like you're on the same page, and not communicating about the things that are important to you, which right. seems to me to be a much bigger deal than did he come home early or not. Exactly. And and that was me just trying to commu- communicate that, exactly what you said to him. And he takes it as what you just said. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. You know, I shouldn't have to tell you he's coming home. Yeah, you know, what we're doing here is we're violating in this, in this marriage uh, uh, a law of communication that's biblical. The Bible says we're to be very swift as a listener. It's interesting how that word gets thrown in. And not just be a good listener or not, not just listen, but be swift at it. And when you're swift at something, there's an attentive, you know, you're very, very attentive at what you're doing. Slow to speak, swift to listen. Slow to speak, swift to listen. And I think many of us are the opposite. We're swift to speak and slow to listen. And then sometimes we just take the hearing aid out and we tune it off completely, see? And we're reminded of the importance of communication. Uh, when we talk about the legs that hold up a marriage, when we talk about the things that make a marriage work, communication is one of those, one of those legs. Uh, the other ones include uh, healthy boundaries in relationships, communication, love, and expectations. 
these are four of the important legs in making relationships work and including the marriage relationship. When I think about what we do here, I mean, we are a ministry of communication. Um, intentional Life Media, Intentional Living, Family Life Communications, Family Life Radio was all about communicating the good news and being a good communicator. We're, we're imperfect. I think what happened when the fall of man occurred in the book of Genesis, uh, communication got damaged, shattered, and it's, it's filtered over into the relationships between men and women in marriage forever. And we see that. I mean, one of the major things that those of us who work in counseling or do teaching or work with couples or families, we find that communication is one of the major issues. If you can communicate, you may not always agree, you may still have some issues, but at least you know what, what, what's on the table. It's the lack of communication that can create a huge problem in a relationship. And I just want to say uh, that's why we're here, to help people understand that in Jesus Christ, he communicates beautifully to us if we listen through his Holy Spirit and understand that God's love for us is very intentional. You're making it possible for us to help Terry and John and coming up, Burke and Julia and Sue and others, thousands of people that we get to help every day as a result of your support and your prayers for intentional living. We need your help today. Just going to be flat out letting you know uh, every dollar we we don't hit the goal uh, keeps us from reaching more people because we don't borrow to do what we're doing. We just trust God for it every day. So give us a call. Your best gift right now. Uh, we're going to take a break in a moment. Bef- before we do, can I just challenge that during this next five minutes that we could have three people that would join us with a dollar a day in support of the ministry? Would you do that? Maybe one person in addition that would say, here's $1,000, Randy, to help with the ministry. And many of you who would join us in monthly support. Everybody who gets involved in monthly, we're going to send the Intentional Word Chronological Bible to you, all 66 books of the Bible right now. And uh, also, you'll be receiving those 10 personal and spiritual growth uh, videos uh, from the ministry. Just call 888-888-1717. 888 or go to TheIntentionalLife.com. About 10 years ago, I had a, things were very chaotic in my home with my oldest daughter. And at that point, I remember pulling over. I was listening to your program and just in desperate circumstances. And I wanted to just tell her to leave the house. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. At the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night with Dr. Randy Carlson, you'll fall in love with your spouse all over again. It's just wonderful, and I learned a new perspective. Marriage changes as your kids get older and as you get older, and there's always new things to learn. 
Hi, this is Dr. Randy Carlson. I'll show you the power of one thing and how couples can stop drifting apart and learn that intentional love is key to experiencing real hope in marriage. I personally invite you to join me for a fun night where you can find out how intentional love creates intimacy and closeness and unity for marriage and for family and experience what intentional love can do for you. You'll have a great time reconnecting and celebrating your marriage at the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Saturday, November 4th at 7 p.m. at New Beginnings Church in Albuquerque. Time is running out. Get your tickets now. Go to TheIntentionalLife.com right now. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. All right, I hope you'll do that. You know, we just, I checked a few days ago and, and uh, I got the word from the team that we were over 80% sold out already. And so uh, we're at a place now where I'm just encouraging you to get those tickets now. We, we, we wish we had more space. We have limited seating uh, for this uh, event. It's the Intentional Love Marriage Date Night, Albuquerque, November the 4th, a Saturday night. Going to be a great evening. Looking forward to it. We have a lot of fun. We're going to learn together. And I am going to talk about the power of one thing. Here's what we see. 70 to 80% of people that come to the conferences tell me as they walk out, hey, here's my one thing for my marriage. I got one thing. Because listen, if you're like me, get ADD, get overwhelmed with like 42 things. You ever feel that way when you come out of a service? Even on Sunday, the pastor did a fantastic job, gave you 42 things that we need to do. And I'm thinking, I, I, what's for lunch? You know, I'm, I'm lost here. You know, this just, and so when I know there's one thing I can focus on that's going to make a difference in my marriage, that can be transforming. And that's what we encourage you to do. We're going to talk about how that works, how to develop those kinds of love habits in your marriage. It's going to be fun, practical, and I promise life-changing for some couples, maybe for you or someone you bring. Again, uh, November 4th, Albuquerque, limited seating, 80% sold out. Go to theintentionallife.com to get those tickets. Theintentionallife.com. That's the spot. Hit the event category there and uh, we'll get the tickets to you. Theintentionallife.com. You know, in fact, when you support the ministry, that's what we're talking about this month. You help us in these kinds of things as well to put these resources together and these uh, these events and keep our radio program going and as well as the uh, podcast that goes on around the world. Thank you for doing that. And I want to thank those of you who have been calling to be a part of the ministry. Joanna from Columbiaville, Michigan, has called uh, recently to be a part of this. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Geneva from Phoenix, joining us at a dollar a day, $30 a month. Here's $100 from Ann in Lubbock. Thank you very much. Mark and DeWitt joined us recently here with $200. Here's another dollar a day. Susanna in Tucson. Thank you. By the way, the Intentional Word Chronological Bible is coming your way. And, uh, of course, your support is making a difference every day for God's glory, for the benefit of those that we love, including ourselves, right? 888 during West Coast Business Hours, including now you can call 888 or go to theintentionallife.com. All right. Um, you heard before the break just a, a little tease from Burke, who's uh, talking about what's what happened in his life and how intentional living made a difference for him. Take a listen. I really owe it to you, Dr. Carlson. Uh, about 10 years ago, I had a, things were very chaotic in my home with my oldest daughter. And at that point, I remember pulling over. I was listening to your program and just in desperate circumstances. And I wanted to just tell her to leave the house. She was 18 and you 
you gave me a, a life-changing word of advice. And you told me, you said, where will she have the, the most influence from you in your home or out of your home? And that was a very easy answer. I said, it's going to be in my home. And then you just told me that I was going to have to figure out a way to compromise in the situation so that she could stay in the home. And that piece of advice literally helped bring some direction. And thank God that through the process of time and her staying in our home and and working through things, she graduated from college, she got married and has a beautiful family. And it's almost like it was a, a bad dream, but, you know, God really worked things out. And I thank you. Thank you, Dr. Carlson. You're, you're very welcome, Burke. And I, I know when you say compromise, what you mean is you got to build an environment. You still have to have boundaries. But sometimes when we're right in the midst of the battle, it's easy to say, hey, that's the solution. But you had an opportunity to be of influence to her. And I'm glad that uh, it sounds like it's gone in the right direction for you. Absolutely, it did. And you definitely uh, stopped me in my tracks and made me really rethink that situation. I appreciate it. Hello, Dr. Randy. I just want to say I love your show. Ever since I started to listen to uh, your message, how my life has changed, how I became a more understanding parent versus, you know, before not having enough patience because there was not enough to go around and stress levels kept on rising. I just finished a conversation with my sister that was going through a tough situation with her teenager, and I passed along the message that you had on a couple of shows uh, prior, and she was just like, that's the word I needed to hear. And I'm like, well, how do you know so much? And I'm like, well, turn on the radio or go into the website, and you can find the message from God. It's just so amazing, and I'm just extremely thankful um, my life again has changed as well as my children and we just couldn't be happier. I thank you so much for blessing us each and every day with your words. Thank you very much. Well, you're welcome and we're glad to be here. You know, there's three ways. We wrap up the show today. Three ways you can live. You can either be a non-intentional person. Come on now. We, we all fall into this category sometimes. What does that mean? We're busy, 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 busy people. Lots of checklists and things that we check off. Tired at the end of the day, exhausted, wondering where is this taking us? And in those quiet moments when you're thinking about life, you think, is this where I wanted to be? Am I where I intended to be in life? That's one approach. Or the other is to be good intentioned, which means I know where I'm headed, but I just don't act on it out of fear, worry, procrastination. Okay. And either of those, Satan loves. He goes, good job. Be as unintentional as you want. Or be as good intention as you want, but an intentional life is not about perfection or I would have nothing to do with it because it's not that. We're all imperfect. It's not about God loving us more because we're intentional or getting saved because we're intentional. God is intentional. He does the saving. We do the living. But here's the good news. When you and I choose to, uh, as the scripture says, figure out what pleases Christ and then do it. In other words, one thing every day, moving us in that direction, bring God glory benefit to those we love and encouragement to ourselves. that is a healthy way of living that's why we're here your support makes it possible we're going off the air but we're not going away and you can join us anytime uh, during west coast business hours be a part of this journey monthly support we'll make sure you get the intentional word chronological bible you'll be automatically included into our drawing coming up later in the month but you gotta call or go online 888 888 
1717-888-1717 or go to theintentionallife.com. I didn't write it down. It's 888-888-1717 or go to theintentionallife.com. And I look forward when I get back on next time to report that you called. Okay? Appreciate it. God bless you. Be intentional.